Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to the first day of February. It is Wednesday, February 1st. Hope you're doing well as we get ready to start to see what are the markets doing. We got the Fed reporting later today. We'll talk about those concerns and more when Dave joins us here in just a few moments. Before we do that, though, let's not forget that in the world we live, there are so many things that you and I just cannot control. But you can control how much risk you have in your portfolio. But you need to know what that risk is and what your risk should be in order to make those adjustments. Maybe you need more. Maybe you need less. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. With that, we're going to have Dave coming up next. Don't you want me, baby? You don't. I promise. I'll shower tonight. Yeah, really, I will. 18 here before 9, Light FM. And this is uh, one of those days in which a pantload of stuff is going on on Wall Street. And it's kind of being reflected in an interesting change on the futures as well. Let's find out what's going on with your money. We got Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services on the phone. We kind of got digressing on our pre-chat conversation. Philip, how are you this morning? Hey, I'm doing well today. Hey, just across my ticker, don't know if you saw this, but Tom Brady just announced he's going to retire for good. So. Yep, I saw it come up and I had it on the sports about seven, eight minutes ago. And uh, I, I figured that's probably why everything went red in the futures. They're all disappointed. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, yesterday was a pretty doggone good day on Wall Street, especially given the fact that the uh, data dump figures that we got out in the middle of the day weren't all that positive. Dow was up 369 points. Standard & Poor's was up by 59. And uh, as usual, NASDAQ's recovery kind of pasted up 191 points. That was uh, one and two-thirds percent in one day. I mean, if you look at it in a vacuum, happy days are here again. The recession's off, right? Well, I'm just going to tell you, Dave, don't get too excited because uh, we're, we're doing the exact opposite this morning. I was kind of getting that uh, lead-in figure looking at my futures numbers, and they ain't looking too good. Uh, let's talk about what happened yesterday because these were market movers, and they didn't really seem to move the market in the direction you expected. Consumer confidence is something, it's a report that we, when things are normal, we just kind of blow off. But it's been a big market mover lately. Yesterday, it didn't really seem to move the market when it disappointed, did it? No, it really didn't. And maybe because it just didn't disappoint by that much. But, um, you know, it dropped from 109, 109 last time to 107.1, which was about two and a half percent lower than expected. So, uh, like you said, it did not definitely did not move the needle yesterday when it comes to the markets. Yeah, I noticed that the uh, the craft for the market itself yesterday was kind of like it was the day before, just in the opposite direction. It was just a gradual increase through the day. Uh, folks got a little spate of optimism about 3.30 and, uh, you know, sloped the curve upward a little bit. But uh, we're mostly just looking at the notion of uh, optimism that the Federal Reserve is only going to bump interest rates up by a quarter of a percent this afternoon at 2 p.m. And uh, my cynicism says I, I'm, I'm really expecting a seismograph about two when they make the announcement. Well, yeah, yeah especially if it comes out at a half a percent. Um, definitely, I, I would expect to see a nosedive come um, if we see that. Now, maybe maybe the market's right. Maybe those guys have it right and that we're only going to see a quarter of a percent increase. 
Um, which if, if that's the case, I would think maybe we would go from, from red to green. Um, uh, yeah, let me we'll skyrocket upward if it goes to only a quarter of a percent. Uh, one of my opinion things that I read, I found kind of interesting, the, uh, the Fed vice chairman, Alan Blinder, uh, was writing a Wall Street Journal opinion article last year. He was reclassifying some of our old recessions, like the one in 1970, as a quote-unquote soft landing and saying that this one's going to look like that soft landing. Step number one, that was the recession that cost me my college education at Yale, so I probably would differ as to whether or not it was a soft landing. <laughs> but yeah, at the same really. time, yeah, at the same time, I, it's, it's, if, if they're going to go to a quarter point, which I frankly, and I think you agree with as well, uh, you know, they're kind of cruising for the notion of uh, thinking that they're going to jawbone their way into a lower inflation, and uh, I'm not optimistic about that either. No, I, I don't either, and and so I'm not sure. You know, they're so unpredictable as to what they're going to do. But you're right. No matter what, you know what happens, it's going to be reflected about two o'clock, two thirty in the market. Um, especially when Mr. Powell gets up there and gives a speech. Uh, looking forward, what's he talking about? You know, what what does he think is coming down the pipe, and do they give any indication of future increases? Absolutely. There's always two seismographic events in the markets when these reports come out from Fed meetings. Number one, at 2 p.m. when they actually announce the rate, and then about 2.30 when uh, – when Jay Paulson takes the stage and they start parsing everything he says. So it's going to be an unsettled afternoon, whether it's good news or bad news, I'd assume, wouldn't you? I would definitely would. I would definitely think. And it is basically anytime he gets out and talks, right? Oh, yeah. He, he does a rubber chicken speech over breakfast, and all of a sudden the market goes AP. I uh, should mention one other bit of data dump that came out. Well, I did mention that. That's right. We had the uh, ADP unemployment change, uh, only 106,000 private sector jobs, and mortgage applications went from 7% positive last week to 9% negative this week. So that kind of reinforces the softening on the housing market. And that was backed up yesterday as well by some housing price indexes you saw, right? Yeah, we see the FHA or the FHA uh, home price index fell by 1.6%, and the S&P Case-Shiller home price index fell by 3.1%. So uh, we are seeing nationwide, we may not be feeling it here in our community, but nationwide, we're seeing home prices start to, to fall off a little bit. And in some markets, they're falling precipitously. I, but, but when you told me that on the phone before we went on the air, I said, okay, my house and I monitor the value on the thing. Uh, my house is down in value by about 2% from its peak. So I ain't hurting by any measure. But we're one of those fortunate markets because we've got enough inflow coming in off the coast and from up north, the point where our market is holding up relatively well in terms of home values. And homes are still selling you know, within a few thousand dollars of asking price. So far, we've been immune. I, the cynic in me always says we're also always about two years behind the rest of the world, so we're kind of seeing a harbinger of things to come, I fear. Well, it could be, but it may not. I mean, like you said, we are a different market, and uh, and, and so the only time we really see people sell out is, um, hey, look, I get a job transfer or my health declines. I need to get closer to family, and so we sell the place here and move closer to family up north. So. I mean, that's kind of the only time we really see a push to to move the, the real estate market. So we that's may true, or, miss or another foolish panic like we had in 0809. Well, correct. Yeah. So that that affected 
basically the whole world. So, um, but as we know it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely true. Anyway, that's where we're at. Everything's in a holding pattern. We're kind of off this morning, probably giving some back, I'd assume, from yesterday's gains. Anything in the uh, reporting from the companies that are trading on the exchange that can give us some buoyancy until Jay Paulson speaks? You know, we got a, a, a kind of a mixed boat again today. Um, let's start off with Peloton because we've known that they've had issues uh, the past year or so trying to get their uh, trying to reinvent themselves and, and get things going in a positive direction. And so and now I hear they're a takeover target, too, by the way. Yeah, well, yeah, and they have been for a little bit now, but they mm-hmm. uh, they they lost 98 cents a share, which was worse than the 67 cents a share they were supposed to lose. But little button there, their revenue was substantially more than was expected. I mean, they they, they had revenue of $793 million compared to $710 that was expected. Um, and so even though they lost more money, uh, the the uh, market's happy about the, the 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 revenue that they've generated. They're actually up five over five percent this morning, Dave. Holy crud. Yeah. That, that's the first that's the first time you see a crummy report, you know, at least as far as the earnings per share are concerned, and see an increase in the stock. Yeah, it really is. And like uh, like I told you, it's a mixed bag today. Um, we can go from Peloton to Snap, you know, the so- social media giant. And mm-hmm. they uh, on their quarterly update, they missed um, revenue for the quarter, uh, but they they actually made more money than expected net net right so they were expected to make 10 cents a share they actually made 14 cents a share but because mm. their revenue was declining and it must have declined i didn't see the number but it must have been substantial because man they are getting slammed this morning they're down 13 percent. holy crud yeah yeah they're getting whop big today um so not sure uh, what else is in that report, but uh, obviously there's some things people don't like. And then we I can think, go. I think some- any, I think any, I think any blemish on the social media accounts right now is scaring investors just on the grounds they're watching the big ones, the Facebook, Googles of the crowd, and saying, "Uh oh, so even one blemish on a report probably is going to cost you five times as much as it would otherwise." So interesting. We got Peloton up. We got Snap down. Uh, we had advanced micro devices, the chip maker reported, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and they, uh, they reported their fourth quarter earnings and revenue, and all of them beat expectations. Uh, didn't see any exact numbers in my report, but they're up 3% this morning. And, and then we can go to Electronic Arts, EA, the, the video game publisher, um, and, and they are the exact opposite, right? They missed expectations in earnings for this last quarter, net bookings, which is something they really look at for them. Um, And and so we have, uh, oh, and they had to delay their upcoming Star Wars game till later this quarter. So they're getting hammered down eight and three quarters percent this morning. Them big uh, swings you was talking about here, son. I know. And so let's just, I got two more I want to talk about. We've got um, Match Group, you know, the online dating. I guess people mm-hmm. are too busy to date right now, so uh, they uh, they had lower than expected uh, uh, earnings and, and revenue as well. 
And so they're trading down. Add that one to your group, 7.8% this morning. Price of dinner out just makes you not want to date anymore, I guess. I guess. But I want to finish kind of on a high note, right? So we had Brinker International. They're the restaurant chain. They're like um, Chili's, uh, Margiano's, uh, that chain of, of restaurants. And uh, they, they did really, really well. They made 76 cents a share compared to 52 cents a share that was expected. Um, revenue uh, beat substantially as well. And, uh, and so good things there for them. They're trading up today 3.4%. And they're, they're within 10% of their 52-week high right now. Good, day, good to end on good news. Exactly. Resetting the table, big update yesterday. All the major indexes were up better than a full percentage point in one day. You kind of alluded to it. We kind of took a U-turn this morning. What are we doing 45 minutes before we open? Well, we're continuing to slide, uh, Dave, as you and I speak. So we've got the uh, Dow Jones Industrial 30 down four-tenths of a percent. That's getting close to $150. The S&P 500 is down about a third of a percent, $11, $12. And then we've got the NASDAQ 100 down just a little over a tenth of a percent. Um, so it's not giving back much right now, about $15. So the, not, not bad there. On the commodity side, we're still seeing silver slide, uh, but it's up compared to where it was yesterday this time. Down six-tenths this morning to $23.68. Gold uh, is flat right now, but up from where it was yesterday. Crude oil is moving back up towards 80, up a third of a percent, $79.14 a barrel right now. And stay under 80 one more day, and I wouldn't complain. Overseas markets, again, follow the future, follow the uh, follow the day before on the Asian rim, follow the futures on Europe. Asian rim was up substantially, like 1%. A lot of the markets at 6 when they closed this morning. Europe is looking at us and going, yeah, they're giving things back. They're up, but they're down from where they were when we started talking. Even about two-tenths of a percent is the green ink right now across Europe. This... Uh, seismograph we talk about on the markets at 2 p.m. this afternoon. If that you see as being an effect on your retirement income, you got way too much risk in there. How do I find you to get the risk out so I can have a retirement I can count on, Philip? Exactly, Dave. That's why we created the core retirement design to help people really and truly design the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to walk through that process with us to make sure you're on the path you need to be on. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And we will do the uh, delayed play-by-play for everything that happened today, tomorrow morning at the same time here on Light and get a picture as to what's likely to happen tomorrow right here. Philip, thank you so much. Do appreciate it. We'll catch you then. All right, man. Have a great day. I'll talk to you in the morning. Thank you. It's 105.7. Life. Folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope you'll join us again 24 hours from now. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.